Hello, welcome back to Narsol the Lonely Monster podcast, obviously, because that's why you're listening to it on a hopefully on a podcast. Um, well, this is a this is a new thing. I'm just going to throw in every now and then um, a brief episode called "What's Wrong with This Question?" Question, <laughs> um, and it's all going to be unscripted and completely live because I'll see questions come through on the Quora thing where I do most of my writing, where some of you may know me from, um, and uh, I answer them. And that's you know the basis of what I try to put out into the world is answering those questions and every now and then there's 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 questions that with much sincerity and pain and sufferance behind them that it's obvious you know it's emulated in the context of the question and the framing of the question and you can see that that person is is absolutely um, a victim of of abuse and then you see other questions where the the extreme end of that, you'll see other questions where it's quite obvious that the person asking the question is a little bit deranged and quite disordered. And I answer those as well, but I answer them from the perspective of literally what's wrong with this question. Because sometimes seeing narcissism, it you can see it in its grandiosity if that's what you've experienced, and that's then the obvious sign of narcissism is a grandiose narcissist. And then other times it's it's in it really is in the nuance and the subtleties of the framing of the, of any question um because you can sometimes it's very obvious that you can see that it's coming from a dark place or it's coming from a dark place uh, driven by the need for victimhood or you know obvious narcissist has asked that question sort of there's polar opposites there's the obvious uh, genuine owie you know abuse I've been in an abusive relationship please help and there's the, you know, you could almost de- describe it as I've been accused of being a narcissist. Please help. Uh, but in very subtle ways. Um, so that that's that's what we're going to look at is is in these rare episodes as they come up, because they, they are a rare phenomenon, both ends of that spectrum. Um, we're going to explore it. We're going to explore the question, because sometimes sometimes there's a question there. It comes up on my space. It comes up in my feed. And it's, and it's both. It shows both. It shows where a person has been absolutely abused, has been in a very abusive relationship. And because of that abuse, all of that darkness has led them to some very, very, very dark thoughts and dark places indeed. Such as this question, which is what we're going to explore today, which is, and somebody asked this, before I do the question, just have to apologise. I'm riddled with cold. It's not COVID, but it's a cold. And um, I sound weird. Um, I sound weird into my own ears because they're all blocked. And uh, this might, you know, it might translate as a worse radio voice than I've ever portrayed. Um, and there'll be lots of pauses because, like I said, this is completely unscripted. So it's kind of, kind of nerve wracking, but equally it's kind of, I think I need to, when I see these questions, I need to, I need to get this stuff out, out into the world or out of my head is, is probably the preference. So the question is, when did your narcissist mother die and how? Details, please. And here's the crunch. I need some hope. 
When did your narcissist mother die and how? Details, please. I need some hope. I mean... I mean, just, just pause on that for a second. I'm going to read it one more time and I want you to hear it. And I want you to, whatever instinct you feel, whatever little tingle goes off in your belly, in your head, in your heart space, in your third eye, anything, hold on to that thought. So I'll read the question again. When did your narcissist mother die and how? Details, please. I need some hope. So just deconstruct the question. It's an obvious question from a very dark place. That's obvious. Somebody, somebody wants their mother to die. Somebody wants to, other people to share how their mothers, how their narcissistic mothers died. And they want the details of how their narcissistic mothers died because this person needs some hope. There's already been one answer, like a done written answer on the, and it's sort of balanced on, on the Quora, but nobody else has sort of really dared, <laughs> dared look at it, I suppose, because it, well, I hope they do though, because it's an obvious, to me anyway, my my previous episode on here is is about the complex mothers and and how how that that cause and effect is on on a on a child. Um, if you've got a narcissistic mother or a narcissistic parent in general, the cause and effect is one extreme of the other. You can either end up being knowing right from wrong, and having been suffered and at the hands of an obvious narcissist you've become codependent and that's then enabled narcissistic abuse later on because if you've been you know parented by a narcissist and you've gone the other side of the coin flip and become codependent what you know as love is what you were given by those parents who are narcissistic towards you so then being in a codependent space you would then seek that love as a validation tool of what you understand as being love and invariably what you've accepted all your life as a as just your parents being your parents you've 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 accepted that all your life because it's your normal but then when you see the extremes of it in a stranger you know synaptic things start kicking off in your brain and you're thinking well this ain't normal this isn't normal but this is my normal but this doesn't feel right hang on google a few questions oh my god i'm being abused and you could start to then connect those dots to your past equally a person who's been narcissistically abused by a parent could end up being a narcissist clearly it's a coin flip that trauma is a coin flip in equal measure so you've got narcissistic parents breeding a codependent or a narcissist coin flip but what if you what if both parents are just normal over loving both codependent types what happens then it's exactly the same they could be smothering, wrapping church children in, um, you know, cotton wool and bubble wrap and blankets and in equal measure over loving, overburdening with love, uh, showing unconditionality with, with regards to everything. Do they do something wrong as a child? Then they, they are rewarded. You know, that sort of deal that breeds in equal measure the same deal. It's a coin flip, more likely a codependent. But equally, equally could be end up end up being a narcissist. Do you see how that works? Can you connect that just briefly? Narcissistic parents, 
or a narcissistic parent if they're still in a couple in that narcissistic parent is you know abusing the other person because if they're not narcissistic that's how it rolls they breed a coin flip of a narcissist or a codependent more likely a narcissist and then you're uh, overburdened with empathy unbalanced love if you like uh, with no objectivity or logic applied to it they could equally wrap in people in cotton wool children in cotton wool they could equally breed a narcissist less likely and they would a codependent both have dire dire consequences later on in life as you well know because you're either one or the other if you're listening to this you're you can either recognize yourself as being narcissistic but you could if you were honest you could see your narcissism um and apply that to actually an understanding of being codependent and the, the baseline of all that the whole construct is actual genuine empathy so whatever the breeding from a narcissistic parent or codependent or both or equal measure or whichever way it went and whatever the coin toss of narcissism or 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 or, or codependency the differentiate the differential between the two is just is simply empathy one is always giving one is always taking so if you if you if you for example if you if you're worried if you think oh god if you're being complete i've been completely honest with myself throughout my entire journey and I've realised how narcissistic I was. But I was narcissistic because I was severely codependent. And you see, it's a fine, fine line. Now, mine was, mine is self-identified. No one's ever actually turned around and gone, oh my God, you're a narcissist. You know, it's not, mine are probably more guilt-laden than anything else. And, and again, looking at the minutiae of my own behaviours when I was traumatised with codependency. Excuse me, I'm just going to slurp some coffee. Anyway, the reason I'm blabbering on about all that context is we'll go back to the question. How did your narcissistic mother die and how, or when did your narcissistic mother die and how? Details, please. I need some hope. Now, let's, let's make no mistake that if somebody is, if a child is narcissistically abused by a parent and they recognise said narcissistic abuse, very very understandable to be incredibly angry i mean incredibly angry you're allowed to be angry because if you if you've connected those dots you've been you were abused by your parent like the, the one person or people that are supposed to nurture you help you grow enable an understanding of love build inside you a moral compass the the same people who are supposed to teach you uh, you know, give you bedtime stories and make you feel safe and enable you to self-soothe as you grow up. Those people, persons or people, abused you. You've connected the dots. They, they, they damaged you. They, they, they forced you to be trauma bonded to them as a child. And that, ex that it just expediated all the way through your life cycles. You're growing as you've gone from toddler to when your moral compass was being formed and your understanding of love, you were being abused. And then whenever you had the, you know, the growing pains of normal growing, being a teenager, you might find yourself angst with uh, your burdens of passion or love or um, your first period or, you know, growing pains of other sorts, emotionality. The people you should be able to depend on during those critical and formative years 
abused you. They let you down. They let you down considerably. I mean, considerably. You know, there's no doubt. And they let you down, the person asking this question, they let them down to such a depth that they want them dead. They were let down by in, to such degrees that they want to read details about how other narcissistic mothers died, which will give them hope. How dark is that? How dark is that in, in, in its framing, in its outcomes? On it, The word hope is in there, but it's nothing positive. There's no positive in somebody, in somebody dying. So the positivity and the what's wrong with this question is that you've missed the point. You've missed the point of what you've experienced. From my end, anyway, I said this is how I believe it. Like if, if your outcome is wishing death on somebody, you've learned nothing and you're just as bad as they are. Your outcome, and I don't, I don't want to be someone that does this. I don't want to do this for like my remaining years on earth and, and tell people how to think. That's the worst thing you can do, especially when someone's awakened to narcissistic abuse. Tell them how to think their way out of it. No. People have to make their own conclusions. You have to, you have to rely on the context surrounding your experience and others' experience and their context. And you have to connect those dots yourself. You can't just go, they're a narcissist, they're bad, they're evil. And that's the end of it. Understanding them and what they are and where they've come from is, is an incredibly small part of the process. It's, it's almost insignificant after you've awakened to what a narcissist is and, and who they are and where they've come from. That, that context should only enable you to understand yourself. They're a narcissist. That, that's, who, that's what they are. That's who they are. That's what they do. They're a narcissist. And if they have a change and it's viable, observable definable, understandable, reasonably, objectively there in change, health and growth, then they're not a narcissist. They were narcissistic. And there's a, there's a, there's a void of difference. So and sadly, with the what's wrong with your question framing, when did your narcissist mother die and how details please, I need some hope, in itself is entirely narcissistic in its approach you, you your sole aim your sole thought process and don't get me wrong because this is enabled by you have been abused this is what this is this is what the abuse enables the thought processes that enables which are unhealthy not cathartic or uncathartic and actually machiavellian the, the, that whole question represents the dark triad sociopathy, psychopathy, Machiavellianism, sorry, narcissism, psychopathy, or, you know, the dark, Google it, the dark triad, it's all there, it's in that question. Now, I'm not saying that the person asking the question is anything but a victim, but you could easily skip over that if you read, if you see it, you think, what, what, a, what an idiot. Like, I understand that how severe abuse can be I'm not, I'm not contextualizing my experiences of it, which are quite, quite to be quite blunt, rather insignificant and 
comparatively to what other people have experienced. Such as the person asking this question, they were abused so hard and so badly that they want their mother to be dead and they want to share and relish in other people's stories of how their mothers died. That's just, I'm sorry, but it is is wrong. And it's, it's, it's a, it's so dark, but I know it's come from a space of actual real victimhood. And if you're listening to this, if I'm, I'm going to share this, this podcast into this answer for the person that answered the question to, to, to listen to, and please do, I hope you do, because, um, one of the other things I need you to do if you are listening to this is listen to my previous episode, absorb it, Google the complex mother, do, do yourself some research. Because my takeaway uh, from this question, the what's wrong with this question question, <laughs> when did your narcissist, mo- narcissist mother die and how details please, I, I need some hope. My, my, my whole takeaway is that you you've got to somehow from your depths see the experience through just a slightly different optic like an ever so slightly different optic if you can move past wanting your and yours is broad and, and quite basic but if you can move past wanting your mum dead then you're part way to healing but i can guarantee you that your mum dying you think you think now that her dying will just heal you it it won't i bet my my little white ass that it will not heal you it will compound everything i mean it okay let's be objective it could you could you could it could heal you if somebody dying makes you feel better then you know that's 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 you you can judge that yourself if it makes you feel better then cool you feel better but you know, you're going to have all sorts of issues later on in life, whatever life you have left, in any other relationship that you hold dear, because you won't have healed, you won't have looked at the root core of who they are, why she was like she was, to understand yourself and how that impacted your life going forward. Because once you draw that line and you're able to put that string through that diorama, you can see, you'll see your own misgivings, your own mistakes, your own life things and you'll see that the consequence of those you might have done that already and that's why you wish her dead but you'll see the consequence of your parents actions or your mother's actions really did cause that but the optic you need to look at it now is that it did cause it because you were a child you now have responsibility to yourself you're an adult you you no one else can judge you no one else can tell you how to think, what to do, what to wear, this, that and the other. No one can control your life by you because you're a grown-up. And you have to step away from the the ideation that, you know, of motherhood as in your own mother. If, if what she did to you caused you so much pain that you want them dead, then you can surely understand how what they did to you is causing so much emotional dysregulation that you're on a website asking people how their other mothers died and because it will give you hope. <laughs> like if I if I can't portray through these words now and, and my understanding of what the question entails, that it is dark, but the reason it's dark, going back to the beginning of my opening statement, the reason it's dark is because 
of abuse. So the narcissist. The narcissist won't change, can't change, will never change. They won't be on their deathbed and lamenting a lifetime of mistakes. They'll be on their deathbed, you know, generally feeling great that they blessed people around them with their presence. That's a narcissist, you know, that's who they are. But you, listening to this, you must know this by now, that you can change. You can change. You can grow. You can you, you can make your own choices. You can make you can make it fucking better choices to be perfectly blunt. Coffee time, wait one. You can literally hear these words today and say, no, enough's enough. I'm going to change. I don't want that per I don't want to wish that person dead, but I don't want them to be anything to do with me at all in my life. Because they don't have to be dead for that to happen. If they're if they're intrusive in a narcissism, if they're in your space, in your head, in your life, you're allowing that. You're absolutely allowing that to happen. You you have no boundaries because you are narcissistically abused, and you are narcissistically abused because you have no boundaries. Like the erosion is circular. You just keep eroding yourself. Oh, the only answer is that my mum's dead. It isn't. You have to go into yourself. You have to understand where that trauma comes from. And you have to see it, to believe it, and to understand it, to move through it. And to try to heal from it. Wishing death on someone isn't healing, is my bottom line. It just isn't. Um, and the hope, though, there's no hope in the question. It's dark, as I keep saying. But the hope is that, my hope is that you are a victim. Ugh, I know I'm sorry, but my hope is that you are an actual victim. Because if you are, that means, that means you're, now, now being a victim could mean one or two things, couldn't it? You could just be a worse narcissist. I mean, you're here wishing your mum was dead and wanting to hear other people's stories about it to give you hope of your pending mother's death. Or your mother's pending death. So that's quite narcissistic. So it could just be two narcissists, you know, equally equally embattled forever for life, for, for the fraternity. In the next carnation, your souls will be forever twisted and maligned because one of you didn't step out of it and say, no, enough, I'm making a better choice here. I'm choosing to be more humane. So the hope... So you could be, sorry, you could be narcissistic asking that question equally. You could be the extreme end of being a victim. So my hope is that you are a victim. And the reason being is because that means it's not born from narcissism. That means it's, it's born from severe codependency. As yet unhealed, perhaps. Well, definitely. Because the baseline of codependency is empathy. And wishing someone's dead isn't very empathy laden. Wanting to hear other people's stories about how their mothers died is not a great show of empathy. It is, like I say, dark, Machiavellian. It's almost sociopathic, to be perfectly honest. And it's very narcissistic. It's the triad. So, as I keep saying, my hope is that you are a victim, truly, because that means it's born from empathy. And that means you can make a better choice. You can choose to not want somebody else dead and you can choose you for a change. You can choose self 
and healing and learning to understand where that came from. Because the other side of that coin is the fact that whilst you experienced your experience, nothing's been taken away from whatever you experienced and wherever you're coming from, whether that's a narcissistic approach or you're in fact a narcissist or you're a codependent outright absolute victim, either way, what you experienced was abuse and for your parent to have that understanding of love to impart that onto you to cause the trauma to you now wanting your mum dead your parent or parents also experience that as children and it is completely generational now now it's likely if you think about if you think about um like woke culture for example if you think about it this way now going back in time we would have had um harder times you know world wars world war 1 world war 2 uh, victorian era before that just before that the or even part of it the um the wild west <laughs> you know it's not that long ago in our history as humans where times were a tough right so tough love was really what it was it was a, a a stiff upper lip you know globally as well you know kids as wrong they might have been might have been loved but they would have also been you know smacked hit with a ruler in school given the cane even with parents smacking i was smacked as a child by my parents because that's what they knew they were smacked you know i don't i'm not like i'm not absolutely not sat here in my lamenting that you know i I actually believe it did me all right. I think I think I would have been a worse type of person if I wasn't if I wasn't if my my um absolute just William character as a child if that wasn't punished appropriately and it was always appropriate I think um and balanced which is important balanced with love and you know the the, the those but became codependent so I mean was it but the, anyway the, the the point is that that was all learnt behaviours, right? So my parents' parents had those instilled in them as learnt behaviours, their parents' parents, so on and so forth. So generationally going back, it was a harder time. And then as that sort of, you know, less violence against children, smacking outlawed schools everywhere, you know, that brilliant. Then it sort of went the other way, didn't it? It went to more um, hidden. Smacking was hidden if it happened and it was you know, domestic abuse against minors and and the like but then it went more of emotional abuse it went more of an equal measure again it went more over abundance love excuse me i think the outcome of that then is is um is is wokeism but that's just a side note side note right let's get back on track neil so as i say my hope is that you are indeed a victim because you'll you'll be born from empathy or your codependent nature is born from empathy as a, as a structure. And therefore you can make better choices. You can, I want you to reread your question, revisit your own thoughts and just think, is death the answer? Because it isn't, I don't think. I think her dying will just compound your issues. And I think while she's alive, you've got a brilliant opportunity to address your own issues. Circumspectually, they're a small part of it or a big part at the moment because I mean you want them dead so likely 
you probably think is a quite a large part of you but actually you're an adult now understanding this and hearing it and hopefully then you can make better choices healthier choices and and look at your own childhood and begin to heal and understand that what you experienced your parent experienced as well and their parents and so on and so forth going back generationally and at some point one some of us at some point I'd like to think is us now in 2022 somebody's got to stand up in that generational cycle and somebody's got to change the outcomes for future generations so if you wish your mum dead uh you know what what how's that how's that a, a how's that going to positively affect the outcomes of future generations you know your mum might have wished her mum dead her mum might have wished her mum dead her mum might have just shot her mum you know in the wild west or something so it's a difficult question it's dark it's not empathy laden it's 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 got despair in it it's 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 not it's not from a healthy place if you if you fancy listening to this and i don't mean to cause offense to anybody and i understand that um one this is unscripted so if i do cause offense you know we you know write in drop a comment <laughs> and let me know and uh, see if i can you know adjust my thinking or or indeed um call you out <laughs> either way it's um yeah when did your narcissist mother die and how details please I need some hope. Hopefully you've heard that. Hopefully you'll agree that the what's wrong with this question question is that it's it's just dark. It's not healthy at all. It's there's no encourage. There's no <laughs> literally everything that's wrong with the question is wrong in that question. But for all, I'm hoping the right reasons, because like I say, if it is the right reasons, then the person asking the question. And if you're hearing this, you listening, you can make better choices. I believe in that. And I believe in you as an entity. Of course, if you just think, no, no, I want them dead, that's fine. Then that's equally, that's your call. But um, you, you, you're sort of asking the wrong questions in the wrong type of spaces. You need to go into spaces where people are also dark and then you'll probably get better answers. Anyway, hope that helps somehow, somewhat. 30 minutes of me just waffling on and, um, and doing my thing unscripted so if you like this drop a comment if you can or if you think it helps um yeah well maybe it will maybe it won't who knows um i'm off now to finish my coffee and to blow my nose okay thanks for listening bye for now